Is there a way to recharge when you can't stop working? That's a situation many of us face, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Hi, this is Kurt Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. First of all, thank you for joining me. I'm I'm really excited to be here. This is the first time I've recorded while I'm on the road. That's going to happen a lot more as I travel around and do my job. Um, but today we're going to talk about probably two things. But the first one is, what is the most important way to recharge when you're basically burning out, but you can't stop working? This is something that occurs with a lot of leaders. Sometimes you just got to keep pushing and you got to keep pushing things forward. Uh, and what I always strive to do is no matter how I feel, I try and do one addition, one significant improvement every day. And uh, it, it can't, it doesn't need to be significant, but it needs to be an improvement. And if you continue to do those little changes and make the problems go away and just keep making small progressive improvements, things will get better. But despite that effort, there are times where you are unable to stop working. And I'm not saying you work all day, you work all night. I'm saying sometimes there are stretches where you're, you can't get away from work for an extended period of time. So how do you recharge? I struggle with this a lot in my first few jobs, and still even today, I struggle with it. But I thought it was a good thing to share because I'm on site right on the front lines of the programming that we're doing. And uh, and I found that it was so valuable. I thought I'd share this lesson that I've kind of learned over the times. When I started, my old motto was I could stay, because uh, I was the director of the outdoor center, my, my motto was I stay inside so other people can go outside. That was kind of how it started. I did stay inside. I had to work a lot of hours. I'd never been in senior leadership before. I was only 25, 26 years old. I had no clue what I was doing, and I had to learn it all. Uh, so I, I did stay inside. And as I've gotten better and better at my tools, my amount of hours that I have to work has gotten less and less. But there are times where you just cannot shut it off. Uh, when I was in a previous role, I was starting to completely burn out. All I was doing was jumping from meeting to meeting, problem to problem. I felt like every single person I was talking to was just throwing another rock in my backpack. Uh, when you're starting in an organization that uh, has a lot of challenges and a lot of opportunities for improvement, pretty much everyone that's walking up to you is telling you what's wrong. Very few people are telling you what's going on well. So how do you get out of this cycle? It can be it can be very wearing. It kind of grinds you down over a long period of time. Uh, something I definitely have felt on many occasions. And then also what can happen in senior leadership is you can be in a position where your level of leadership is very high. So people expect you to to be the expert in all sorts of situations, and you really aren't. Today, one of the staff I was talking to, they were saying, uh, what's CEO stand for? And another CEO told me it's the chief everything officer. 
This is true because you kind of got to deal with every single thing. Um, in this job, I've gotten to learn a lot about endowments and grants and contracts and like all sorts of different things in my previous role. And uh, so you kind of do feel like an everything officer. But in your role, I think it's you kind of get trapped where you cannot or you feel like you cannot do what you're leading. Has anyone else felt like that? I've definitely felt like this. When I was working at the Outdoor Center, most of the guides I was working with had worked for a decade, two decades, three decades. They had done way more than I have ever done in the backcountry in activities. I've I've spent some time in the backcountry doing other things, but not sporting activities so much. So they had done way more than me. Uh, one of the people had set the ropes for one of the most difficult and important climbs in Canadian history, set all the ropes for that on the Everest before it was a assembly line set up. Um, another one had spent more time doing backcountry trips than anybody I know. If I was stuck in the backcountry, I would have gone to her anytime. Uh, by the way, she's also a 4 her. I got to always put that in there because I uh, love 4-H. Um, so she's a very resourceful person. Um, all these people have all this experience that I don't have. Um, and, and what happens is you get to a place where you're like, well, I just don't have enough experience. I don't want to go out there because everyone, it feels like everyone's watching you. So those are the two things that I think happens. One is you're stuck in administration. Everyone's throwing rocks in your backpack. Everything's getting uh, heavier. Every time you talk to somebody, there's just another problem, another problem, another problem. And you have to trust me that if you fix each problem one at a time, a little bit every day, they eventually fade and everything starts to get better. However, the other part of this is uh if if you think oh i got to connect to the community and i want to get out there but you don't you feel like you're not good at what you're leading anymore that's the other challenge so you kind of got these two counter uh counters going against you as a leader and why is it so important to get in the community well something that i've learned over time is the most effective way to recharge and here it is it's going to sound really simple, but the most effective way to recharge is to get as close as you possibly can to the front lines of what you believe in, which is part of the organization and why you work there. I don't know if you could be a leader of something you don't believe in, so you better believe in the work you do. And the solution to uh, burnout, when you can't turn it off and you can't get away for an extended period of time, especially during the first year or two, you have to find a way to get into the front lines. And you have to be clear that you are the director, the leader, the whatever your role is, but you are not the expert at whatever's being done, if that's the case. And maybe you are the expert at what's being done, which is, which is awesome and it makes it much easier to kind of cross that void that you can get yourself trapped in by being in a senior leadership position. So it's it sounds simple, but by learning to engage in the community, by learning to uh, go right out and visit the front lines, you will help yourself significantly. 
um, when I go back to my first job, what I started to do was I would get out of my office. I would walk down the hallway. I would just intentionally do this. I'd walk down the hallway to one of the gymnasiums, one of the centers or one of the studios or the Olympic Oval or whatever it might have been. I'd walk down to one of the operations and just watch people participate, watch the smiles on their face, watch their, in, in this case, their fitness getting improved or their mental health, whatever it was. I would observe it and observe the impact that it was making, whether it was just community, a smile on their face, uh, clearly like exercise that they're they're doing something, um, anything that would get me connected to the emotions that they were experiencing, I would tap into that. So if you're struggling with your role and you need a break, but you can't get away from your work, it's a simple solution, but just get out of your chair walk down the hallway or get in the car or do whatever you can do. And that's why I'm remote right now is I'm actually right in the community uh, at a program working right with the members of the program. So I'm, I'm there and I'm feeling completely refreshed. So I hope you uh, consider this and don't be afraid to not be the expert in the room, which means just be clear that that's not your thing and refer to one of your staff when people ask you say, oh, I'm learning just like you. Here's the expert, um, and they're great, and pump their tires a little bit, and they'll help you, and they'll back you up. And, uh, and also, learn how to go in uh, incognito mode. So sometimes there will be people that have no clue that you're the boss of whatever the operation is, So the because the behavior can change there. So that's kind of my tips to you, and I hope that you will have the courage to get out of your office, to get into your community, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.